This week on the Fake Outrage Report, non-beef eater on beef eater violence, free food to fat people causes outrage, and Phil gives life hacks on how to see Broadway shows. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet, where we bring you D-level news stories that you didn't know that you totally still don't need to know. I am Phil Causey. Happy to have everyone here. I'm here with my better educated brown half of the show, Sandeep Sen. How's it going this week? It's going great. You know, sometimes we do C-level news stories and, and B-minus, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, sometimes B-minus. Don't sell us short with only D-level. What was the last B-minus one we did? Probably the stupid Pepsi thing? That was B-minus, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, the Pepsi thing was definitely... That might have been That might have been A. That might have been getting up there. <laughs> Anything fun happen sure. in your life this week? Uh, moving to... Uh, we, this is the last time we're going to record at my... Apartment in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. I'm moving to Williamsburg. Oh, I'm so happy because I live in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. So now I don't have to fucking take a 40 minute Uber ride to get to your place now. Yeah, but how cool are we that we're 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 in the comedy scene in uh, in New York and we're just living in Brooklyn? Because that's how that's how it goes down now, people. Yeah, that's where all the cool kids live, and one day I hope to be one of them. <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of cool kids, let's meet our guest today. Alex Vasella, welcome to the show. Thank you. I didn't know I was a cool kid. That's nice. Alex oh. Vasella is a very, very cool kid. Ooh. I mean, you're with us. You're the cream yeah. of the crap, you know. Well, really? we were talking about this off the off air for a second. Alex Vasella is one of like, you know, 15 comics that I know who you can, when he performs, you can tell like, oh, he actually wrote that joke and actually sat down and tried to write it, which is Because I like jokes, which I know. a lot of people for some reason in comedy don't. Yeah, I it's don't really crazy. get it. We're not going to name names. Anyway, so Alex has a thing going on called the Modern Day Philosophers Podcast. Yes, I do. So talk about that for a second. Sure. It's a show hosted by my buddy, Danny LaBelle, who... Uh, was one of the first comedy podcasters I've been told uh, with Comical Radio, and uh, it's it's we get a guest, and we've gotten big guests like Mark Maron and Bill Burr and Jackie Mason, and all oh, these people killer. that just take Danny's phone calls, and uh, he wanted to learn about philosophy, but he didn't want to do it by himself, so he wanted to make it into a show. So I find out who the guest is, and then I pick a thinker based on them, and then it's like half interview, and then they bring up the philosophy and a little more interview, and then they do quotes, and they learn about it and stuff. And it kind of gets more to the heart of, like, what does Mark Maron think about reality, you know, based off of this is a jumping-off point. So and we just crossed a million downloads, which I'm really happy about. That's fucking awesome. Congrats. Yeah. God yeah. damn. What the fuck? I didn't, I, you know what? I didn't do my... I wasn't aware of that. I just know Alex from the, the comedy scene. I just yeah. learned that myself. Holy shit. I keep forgetting I have a pretty popular podcast. I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like like Danny, because he, I mean, I'm only on it once every like 12 episodes, so I'm just behind the scenes. Danny gets mailed like gifts and fan art and stuff. Some fan sent him a slingshot that he made himself, an artisanal slingshot. And I don't know why, but it was awesome. Is that legal to mail? Because I don't know. That's considered a weapon. It's a weapon. It? You know what? Maybe not having a popular podcast has its perks. I don't want random. You don't want someone don't want building you an arsenal. <laughs> I do. Fuck, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Come on, man. Haven't you seen where everything's going? Apocalypse is nigh. Wait, so you sat down with Bill Burr and I didn't. Mark. He did. They he recorded did. in L.A. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's that. That was one was a while ago. But yeah, I picked a, for him. I picked someone who was really. Uh, capitalist and loved banks because I know he fucking hates the banking system. So I just wanted to watch him sputter and get mad. <laughs> sometimes I'll pick someone I, I know they'll agree with, and sometimes I pick someone I know they will not because it can be interesting either way. 
See, that's what we do on this show. Uh, we try to book people based on like who's got sort of skin in the game or yeah. who's mad about certain things. Or uh, if we just have sort of regular topics like we do this week, we just get a random straight white male comedian. So yeah. we're glad to have you. I was looking at that. I'm like, why do they think I care so much about restaurant issues? Is that <laughs> Do I give off a I'm mad about jalapeno poppers vibe? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, it's funny because we one of our our uh, I think we're gonna do this one at the end today, but one of our topics is about like obese people. Yeah, and I wanted to put up a status online, like an open casting call about like, is anybody really fat and wants to come on our podcast? But uh, Sandeep vetoed that. He okay. said that would not be okay. Because then the next door would be podcast fat shames guests before oh, yeah. they book them. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how we book our guests. We book them through body type. That's yeah. <laughs> through purely shaming purposes. Yeah, that's... I fucking unbelievable. So we're going to... Well, because I'd already asked some people to be on the podcast. Then I didn't mm. want that to come out and be like, oh, you were just looking for fat people? Then you asked me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I wanted to post it online was then when it would be voluntary. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then it would be, it would be, I guess, slightly less shaming. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, good luck with the optics on that. It's not going to look good, but maybe... Yeah, theoretically, it would be less because they're saying they want to. Kind of like the story that nobody right. actually listens to this show, but that'd be great if we ended up being a subject of our own shit. Like if right. we stoked some outrage, and that's how people ended up finding out and about the like, show. Fake outrage, us. What do we think? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I vote fake. <laughs> I don't know, man. They might have a good point. Uh, all right, so let's get into some outrage here. So right. let's start over in. Uh, in India this yes, week. Yes, our first story comes to us from India. How so random that you, it made it into our podcast, guys? How are does you, this uh, keep happening? Are you home country sort of proud, even though you're not really from India? I I, I did. I was born in India. Okay, uh, so you're. Are you? Uh, so is that enough skin in the game for you? Or it is. I I do enjoy the literal Indian skin outrage. in the game. Hey, yeah, yeah. Because whenever I read quotes from like the Indian people in the stories, I just mm. picture it in the accent, and okay. it's so much more funny. We'll gotcha. we'll do that a little okay. in the story. And I'm glad that you're gonna supply the accent, so right. that I'm not racist for doing it. Right, right. Just yeah. just for right. Uh, I'm the when you hear the Indian accent, it will, it will be me, unless Phil tries his hand at an Indian accent. I haven't uh, heard him. No, I think we're gonna sit that one out today. Thank you mm-hmm. for the invitation, though. <laughs> if you need those Irish voices. For the other story. Okay. Nice. So what All happened right. in India? Uh, Air India announced on Monday that they would serve only vegetarian meals to coach passengers on its domestic flights and cause a social media uproar. Now, the airline said it was done to reduce costs, but India is a really a significant Muslim population. There's a lot of tension between the Hindus and the Muslims. And so many saw it as a, another slight towards Muslims from Hindus because Hindus tend to be vegetarian. And Muslims tend to eat. And Muslims just can't catch a break, man. Right. Yeah. Anywhere in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's tension all over the place. So the, the fact that they say that it's just the coach passengers makes me think like there's just a meat paradise in business and first class that the poor people have to walk past. And they're like, oh, no. Right. Filet there's, mignon. There's just a pig on a spit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's not and there's some guy just glaring at you while he's roasting it like, yeah, you can't have none of this. And we got <laughs> shitloads of it. Yeah. And they none the for you. Just waft, the smell yeah. just wafts into coach oh, and you know, and while that, you're that eating your potato of, pancake or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> That is part of flying, though, is that when you get on the plane, all the first class people are usually already sitting. You get to walk through their section and look at their nice seats and their like, awesome reclining uh, you know, chairs and their bigger TVs. And their tray of cookies that they're not even bothered yeah. with. Yeah, and, and yeah. while you go to your fucking cattle car in the back there. Yeah, yeah. they it's usually like, have like, like champagne snow- and someone's giving a foot massage. And- have you yeah. seen Snowpiercer? <laughs> 
I have not. It's a, it's it's a movie about uh, it's like a dystopian future on a train, and the way back is like the cattle car of like the poor class, and they work their way up the train, and just gets nicer and nicer and nicer, and like it's disgustingly nice up front and disgustingly poor in the back. Sounds I like that. Right. I like I the idea film of that. corner for a second. Yeah, um, I actually did pay recently. Like I had a flight uh, back. I paid like the upgrade fee because I was just like. The only Look fucking you. I would have been like the doing last, well at the hotel there. Huh? I would have been fucking in the very last seat near the bathroom in the back, and I've Ooh. done that before. And that's You're not a good place to sit at that point. Yeah, like, and so I paid whatever the fee. It was like a two-hour flight, and it was that's the best like seventy dollars I think I've ever spent in my life. Was so were be, you first class or business? Uh like business, the middle one. Okay. So I was in like the seventh or eighth row. It was fucking great. It was so much better than being in the back of the plane. Wait, it was seventy dollars to upgrade to business. I Are you sure you didn't so. get Economy Plus? I, I might have. I don't know. I don't fly that often anymore, okay. so I don't really give a shit. Did they give you, like, nice schmancy food, or? No, of course not. It was like, what, what the fuck? What was it? Uh, like, United? Maybe? Okay. Yeah, they, they they still punched me in the face as we sat. It was just lighter. Well, I, I thought I was in okay. Economy Plus. I thought this story was really quaint, because they're still getting food in coach. It's like, <laughs> guys, <laughs> you're getting food. You were them to starve the coach class. What? We don't get... There's no food in coach, and... In uh, in in America, domestic, domestic. Yeah. you have I mean, to buy the food if you want some fucking yeah. sandwich. Well, I, I do they say if they make you buy it or not? No, I think I think this is a uh, this is free on his domestic okay. flights. Okay, because I imagined it was the same kind of system we had, but it just no meat available. Well, is anybody ever actually like excited about your? I mean, this is such a hack thing, but is anyone ever actually excited about your fucking airplane food? For me, it's like okay, you might say, what's the deal with it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and those peanuts, right. right, guys? Yeah, can't even open them. So <laughs> the fucking—it's true that you can't. But the—it's uh, a great. Observation. <laughs> we agree that those jokes are kind of right, though. Yeah, they totally are. But like with me, when I'm on a flight, I just look at this as like, okay, this is a quick snack of like basic nourishment to yeah. get me to my destination, so I don't die. This is army rations. Yeah, exactly. This is the lamest like, mission ever. I feel like people are putting a lot of energy into something that really doesn't fucking matter that much. So there is a lot of tension in India regarding food. Uh, so recently, the governor, government of Uttar Pradesh, which is India's most populous state, have been cracking down on buffalo slaughterhouses this year, even though buffaloes aren't considered sacred by Hindus the way cows are. And a Muslim teenager was lynched on a train from New Delhi last month, and his assailants kept calling him a beef eater. Was he lynched <laughs> on the train car while it was moving? What the fuck? That I is guess. the strangest. Because that sounds like a surrealist, like Jim Jarmusch movie. <laughs> it's like you're. It's like you're, that movie. He's probably in the cattle car too. Oh, right? okay. He's just at the back of Snowpiercer when you get wait. hanged. And by the way, when they called him Beef Eater, they didn't even. They didn't call him a Beef Eater. It's even worse. They just said Beef Eater. Oh yeah, that was huge. Ah. That is that is our word. Really. Yeah. Only the be- Beef Eaters can call other Beef Eaters Beef Eaters. You know. That is the strangest racial slur I've ever heard yeah. in my fucking life. <laughs> They're like Beef Eater, please. <laughs> yeah. no, they call him a what if it's in a rap him. song can i do it then right. <laughs> yeah what if it's a really loud club no one's gonna hear me anyway right <laughs> yeah. as a beef eater in the cash game <laughs> so who's outraged about this specifically sandeep <laughs> oh um, it was muslims and so like madhu okay. menon a bangalore based chef and food writer wrote on twitter and this is where the indian accent comes in he's like no meat on planes next flight attendants to speak only hindi after that, stand for national anthem before flight takeoff. <laughs> so he did the classic slippery slope argument. Okay. Yeah. Like, dude, how about, uh, yeah. 
Oh, man. Yeah, by I, way, Hindi is the national language of India. So well, I don't know. Okay, let, let me take this from the other perspective for, for just a second. From here. the beef eaters perspective. Yeah, from a yeah. young beef eaters perspective. Beef eater. Yeah, I'm, beef I'm a white guy from Connecticut. It's definitely beef eater. <laughs> uh, uh, so here's the thing. Let's say that this was, I guess, a slight at, at Muslims, is that that's just a bad business move. Because their money is as green as anybody's, right? So you're essentially alienating potentially large parts of your customer base, especially yeah. if the population is uh, as proportionate to Muslims as you say it is in India. Right. So what the hell, why are they making this move to piss off their customer base? Because aren't there like tons of airlines in that part of the world? They're Southern trying Asia? to save money. So apparently the airline is $8 billion in debt, and the official for the airlines estimate that it'll save $1.2 uh, million dollars per year. <laughs> so eight billion down and this will save him one point two yeah, million. Yeah. But hello, the... like this is airlines. I mean <laughs> like, our airlines stop serving food altogether. So I mean obviously they we know about airlines nickel and diming you to save money, you know? Like that's just the airline thing. My question is, is it that much even cheaper? Because usually isn't vegetarian, aren't vegetarian options typically well, in more expensive? I think in America it's reversed because they know the demand is for junk food. So I don't know how it works in the rest of the world because we're just disgusting. <laughs> no, we live in a bubble in New York, so they, they know that they can charge yeah. um, more for... I mean, still vegetarian food is, is cheaper in New York, but they know they can even charge more than... Than that, but if you go to like, yeah, this thing got kale like, on like, it. I mean, if you get nachos, it's always like three bucks extra for chicken. You know, yeah, you have the beans, it's less. Yeah, you know, you know what? You're totally right. The chicken add-on. Okay, so yeah, so that that answers my question. Yeah, totally see, I'm a beef eater, so I know about the beef eater issues. <laughs> we got to stick together. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't really know where where to go with this one. I, I, think, I mean, I, I think this one's real because uh, they said that it coincided with that new crazy political leader taking charge that really has like this axe to grind against right. Muslims. So I think it's a bit much of a coincidence that just now this crazy dude comes into power and then something that could be really a slight against Muslims happened that just happens to be a hang up of his. I think this one might actually be a real slight. Okay. Sandy, Sandy you uh, sort of have some more skin in the game. What do you, how do you feel about this one? <laughs> My skin in the game is still quite, <laughs> quite, quite limited. Okay. Well, yeah, that's true. You're, uh, you don't, when's the last his time you've been to India? visits the game twice a year, yeah. maybe. Yeah, no, we like once got, five yeah, years. His skin has relatives in the Do you go to India ever? Well, how often do you go to India? Or just Every never? five years. Five years. Maybe 10 years. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, you don't really give a shit that much. Um, right. I, you know, I, I think this is fake outrage uh, just because oh, we don't get meals at me. all in America. Like I didn't, they're getting food. I think they, this is, uh, and it makes sense that they're going to save money by not serving meat. Yeah, but they're not saving a whole lot, a whole lot of money. But they're still serving meat in first class too, right? Apparently. Right. We, we determined that. So there yeah. are only... So only rich Muslims get to have a good time on that plane? <laughs> but again, we know, we know this story. Like, they only this, want... is, this is familiar to me, that first class gets like all their shit because they pay a lot more money and they treat coach people like shit. You know, yeah, they nickel it. I mean, this... how, much, how much does like not having, you know, like how much does the... The check on how, how much money are they saving by like making people pay for check ons? You know, it's probably something shitty, but you they know, do it anyway because they're you, just trying you to keep nickel comparing dime. this to uh, airlines here in America. And I feel like, because here's the thing could you imagine if they suddenly, when you got on your Delta flight to San Francisco or wherever the fuck you're going, if you couldn't buy like a roast beef or a turkey sandwich and the only option was like, uh, salads or like a vegetarian whatever like people might be mad about this here too and not for religious reasons just for sort of convenience and comfort reasons yeah. right but the whole thing is they're so paying it, for it so I mean if they well no but still if the option wasn't even there to pay for it is what I'm right. saying right so these it, people it, are it getting was, it for free I, I think and plus it is India so if 90% of your customers aren't going to mind if you 
take away something, that thing's going to be well, taken away. Well, it sounds like it's it's lower than 90, though, because it sounds like, I mean, you said India has a, a pretty, I don't know what the, the population demographics offhand of India are. Right. But you said that there's it's a about, pretty... It's 90%. It's, India's about, actually, I, should, I don't know. It's, India's about um, 10 to 11% Muslim. And I'm sure then there are other that's things quite in a, there. That's more than America, though. That's a lot. I mean, that's one right. in ten. That's a lot. And India has uh, more people than us, too, right? A little more. So that's that's tens of millions <laughs> of people. Right. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking people that are upset about this. This sounds right. vaguely like when that pizza place didn't want to serve gay weddings. <laughs> and people were like, who gives a shit? It's pizza. But, like, it was discrimination. They're not saying they won't serve to Muslims. They're just saying they don't want to eat meat. Serve yeah, meat. but I think this is, I, I've got to go a little bit slippery slope on this one. I think this is crazy dictators I idea. think, uh, yeah, because they're saying that, like, is, if you're an oil money Muslim, you can totally have meat. But if you're just, like, a regular peasant. So, I mean, you could maybe even apply this to, like, a Bernie-style argument of, like, you know, fuck the millionaires. <laughs> All these millionaires and billionaires yeah. get meat on the airline. Yeah. Only well, well, the 1% also, Muslims can have a steak sandwich. This is not right. We need to redistribute the steak sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> All my beef eaters get down like what? Uh, Where yeah. are my beef eaters at? See, I, I think it's legit outrage, but, only, but not for the same reason Alex says. I think it's legit because of the, what I already mentioned a minute ago, that it's just a dumb fucking business practice. You're potentially pissing off one in every ten people that might be buying a ticket for your airline. And there's going to be... stupid as a business well, But our airlines pissed off ten out of ten. They don't give a shit. They're just like, no, you're not getting food. You're going to check your luggage, or you can't check your luggage. You're, we're gonna, you're going to sit by the toilet... We're gonna squeeze your. We're gonna squeeze like every inch from the thing, and you, you can't. If you're fat, you're gonna. You're just gonna sit next to fat people. Public hanging, miserable. Well, I think yeah. it's also it hinges on the option too. For me, is that they're 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 taking away the option for everybody as well. And it, it is it's not just the Muslims; it's everybody. And maybe there are some people that uh, you know, they uh, don't practice their religion as hard as they should be, and they're they're Hindu and they want you know a chicken sandwich or something. Now they can't have one because they didn't spend an extra seventeen hundred dollars on their ticket. Have so you ever had a spiced veggie? Potato patty it can be very filling, Phil, but it's not as good very as refreshing a steak. All right, it's there's no goddamn it's way, not as yeah, yeah. filling well, as defeating is, this is discrimination. A, this That's... is a coach airline meal. Let's slow your roll. They're not fucking serving, you know, it's not like actually, yeah, you're right. It's there's not no steak steakhouse back there. Yeah, it would be it's like with some mystery shady ass. Yeah, meat. you're right. I don't, I don't want to contradict myself because I did yeah. say earlier it's basic nourishment, so you're right about that. I wonder uh, what's the greatest quality meat they could give you. Would it have like a wing and a flipper, like it's you can't even tell what kind of meat it is anymore. Dude, you know, what I want to see. I want to see one of those. I want to see an actual halal cart from New York City just on the back of my plane when I get on. <laughs> that's the kind good. of goddamn India air food that I want. <laughs> that's that's totally wrong part of the world too. I think for that type of food. But uh, anyway, uh, it's just kind of ignorant by me. Anyway, uh, I, I have to go legit outrage on this one. I think it's kind of ridiculous and and. For, for no other reason than just fuck the airlines, because they keep just butt-fucking us and taking away stuff year after year. So I have to go, not even for the religious reason, but just for the fact that it's another airline doing another shitty thing to their customers. I'm okay, gonna I'm, ch- I'm going to have to push back on that, too. I hate this, uh, the airlines suck, and they're... they're they do. I, I hate this argument, because the you know airline is 50% cheaper than what it was like 40 years ago? It's... If you want, I mean, they can give you all the shit that you want, and your your ticket's just going to be twice as much. And they've tried to do that, and everyone just goes on kayak and picks the cheapest ticket. And so people, I mean, obviously you want everything and have to pay nothing, but that's not the real world. Like, that's, you can you can pay more. You can pay, like, if you want to pay, like, 
fifty percent more. I mean, it's it's half of what it what it was in the nineteen sixties. And if you want to pay double for your ticket, you can get as many bags checked as you want. You can get food. You can get legroom. You can do all that shit. You know, it's like. But there, there are people who want to be able to afford to fly places. Do you think it'll get so shitty that we can smoke on planes again? <laughs> Could we go back, <laughs> like, through that membrane and just... You know what's funny? They still have the no smoking signs on planes, and it hasn't yeah. been allowed for, like, 20 years now. Yeah. Are there still people that get on planes who, who think that it's okay to light up, or are these just old planes? I like, don't know, because, like, I've seen people, like, on trains who just light a cigarette, and everyone looks at them like, What are you doing, buddy? And they're like, What? I smoke. I'm in public. I'm outside, technically, and they don't get it. So I think it, it might just be a stupidity light that has to flash. Wait, you've seen someone recently just light up on a train? Yeah, that's it. Did everyone just take the grab the cigarette out of his mind and? Um, uh, everyone looked him? at him and knew that he was a little crazy, so they did not oh, say anything. Yeah. They went, "Hell, he had oh, crazy yeah. eyes. He was missing a leg." So okay. they. And oh, he was missing with, a leg? He was missing a leg. Oh, that totally bought him the cigarette. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had like a cobra neck tattoo. Like, no one's going to yeah. fucking fuck with that guy. So at a certain point, you're like, yeah, maybe you need a cigarette so we're You know what? Let, let's get back to the outrage on this. You know what, Sandy? You might be able to get me to come around because the outrage here. Oh, my God. It, no, here, because here's the thing is that the airline thing, you can argue about that till you're, till you're blue in the face or whatever. But the, the outrage here specifically we mentioned, it's about the religious angle, right? Well, it's the Muslims that are take, okay. They're taking the lack of meat. So, in this specific right. story, uh, is there a way to kind of prove that it is a religion, religious based sort of discrimination? No, and for, I think if your time course makes it. And if you spend any, I think it's plausible. I think yeah. it's certainly plausible. Now, and that's if why you spend any time with Indians at all, if they're doing something to save money, that's a very that's a very believable reason for me. <laughs> like they they can save fuck. <laughs> forget ah. one point two million. If they can save like fifty bucks. And, and 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 in return of saving fifty bucks, just like piss See, off every single person. It also, they're also it, not mutually it, exclusive. You know? They might be going, "Oh, we can do this now." It cool. hinges on the numbers for me too, because it was it was eighty billion versus like one million. That's pocket change when you're talking about yeah. savings, right? But they they'll dude they'll save they'll save a nickel if you if this guy you have to know Indians to know this they'll save a nickel and and like. Wait, are, are you are you saying you know, that they, I have if they're to flying somewhere? Let's say are you asking like, us to be racist? I'm not yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like listen to me. I really have to win this debate, so you have to subscribe to this racist or racial stereotype. Like, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, there you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. an Indian can save fifty bucks, but he has to like take like three three flights, and the flight takes like ten hours longer. He'll save that fifty bucks. Like this is All just right. Indian mentality. I thought that was a, a Jewish thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's why we get along pretty I, well. No, okay. I get it all the time, though. Uh, me too. I get the nose. So yeah. people always assume that I am. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with legit because <laughs> I think that the savings that they make aren't worth the headache because they're going to get a lot of complaints from right, now on. But they're on. doing it because they're cheap, not because they're racist. But you know what, though? I feel like if, if there was the option that was available and... Because, hey, the airlines, what they could do if they want to make that money, sell the coach ticket and then have, you know, give the vegetarian meal um, default. But then if the people who want to upgrade to a meat meal want to pay an extra whatever dollars, then they can. Wouldn't that solve it for everyone rather than saying, like, fuck all of you, you, you know. You I feel like the Muslims yes. would be pissed off, like, oh, now for our food, you have to charge more. I, yeah, I, don't I think see, that's still passive aggressive, but also it's better than no. It's but, better. I think uh, it's the exact same people would complain, right? Like, because you have to pay more. Yeah, for our religion food, we have to you have to pay more than yeah, your. Yeah, I think it's still food. shitty. Yeah, is it less shitty though? 
I, I'm not marginally, I guess. It's not up to me, obviously. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with with legit outrage in this one. Yeah, so. I'm just I'm of the mind that like if you can't meet all the requirements of what you're supposed to do, you you shouldn't do that business. Like, <laughs> like so if you can't just provide, hey, we should have meat. No, you, I don't want to serve you meat. Fuck you. <laughs> serve me meat and fly the sky bus. Do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Alex. So uh, two to one on that one. Now you fucking beef eaters. <laughs> hard R on that one. Wait a minute. Wait. Wouldn't you be the beef eater? And then, because we're white, it wouldn't be... Never mind. You eat beef. That, that's a very slippery slope for me right, to go down with, with uh, racial slurs that I know not the proper usage of. I um, really want a burger right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of food, our second story, which we teased earlier, mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to go from India over to the UK now. An international episode, purely. We do one of those once in a while, completely unintentionally. We're very worldly here on the Fake Outrage Report. We we scour the entire world to find dumb stories to argue about for the listening pleasure of anybody who clicks this. Uh, anyway, so free food for fatties is what I'm going to call this one. This, uh, this is, is Ireland, for, right? Uh, Stockton, which... Which is England? I think it's England. It's, okay. it's like a little bit north of uh, like Leeds and Manchester. Uh, okay. If we have oh, any... So working class oasis uh, England. Yeah. If we... Have- Factory Birmingham jobs, I think. Yeah, if we have any listeners in the UK, feel free to tweet me and tell me I'm a fucking idiot because I don't actually know the geography of your country. Anyway, so there's a place called the George Pub, and they decided to make a promotion where they were going to offer free food to customers weighing more than 25 stone, and that translates to 350 pounds. Those are some fatties. Right, and the the stipulation is they had to walk in and do like an official weigh in and a little dance, <laughs> like pub, yeah, pretty much, like publicly. Well, Jiggle they, around for the people. Well, How they, bad do you want these chicken nuggets? Well, they don't want to dance too hard because then they would probably uh, injure themselves and not be able to yeah. eat the free food so. or burn off that little bit of weight that was putting them over the line. So suddenly they've done a dance for naught. Oh man, we but you know start people starve themselves for weigh-ins. Like this is the opposite. Like, no, no, I gotta gain weight for the free food. <laughs> I gotta make my weight. You know, they're like just like they have Twinkies and Don't you yeah. love how in this episode we've done jokes about airplane food and now fat jokes? Yeah. This is Do you think kids have it too easy these days? Yeah. How about those jokes? Yeah, I know, man. So I was arguing with my lady the other day. Just you know kidding. That goes. Yeah, just kidding. I don't have one anyway. So <laughs> oh, same. Uh, the, the free food they were giving, by the way, was awesome. You said burgers a minute ago. Burgers was an option or a chicken parm. Ooh, I would love a free one of either of those. I'm more of a chicken parm guy myself, but it's if it's free. Fuck yeah, I'll eat a burger. Oh yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I could physically gain the 200 pounds necessary no. to. Uh, I feel like if you're that heavy, food doesn't even taste like food anymore. It just feels like poking at the void. You're just throwing it into this cavern trying to fix something. See, you know what? No, like, don't I, they like food more than everyone yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, it's I'm like, like how Jordan like play like basketball more. You know. Yeah, if there's one thing that they love, it's probably food. They're yeah. probably. I just wonder how much joy is left in it, and how much of it is just. So you're saying at that point, it's hope. more. It's more of a quantity over quality. It matter? might be. Okay. And I don't mean that they can't taste things. I mean that the if you're that heavy, clearly there's you got some emotional problems or maybe a health problem, and so I just. How much of this is just like, get it in me, is what I'm saying. (laughs) I never heard that particular argument made, and uh, Alex Fasella just fat-shamed all of you on the fake outrage report. Did I? No, that's fucking wrong. Anyway, so... I mean, I think definitely when when you overeat... I'm saying I have sympathy for that viewpoint. There's an addictive element to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, saying like, oh, shut up, fatty. I'm like, oh, man, you clearly need a little help because you're upset. Like... 
Oh, so you're saying it's it's not the food that's doing it; it's something else that's making them go to the food. Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Because yeah. people have addictions to food. It I sounds just, silly when you say it, but it's real. <laughs> I just misunderstood. So the, there's the, a numbing factor. The owner of this bar, uh, his name is uh, Craig Harker. And uh, he said, he, he was asked about it, because this is, you know, a whole fucking outrage story. Mm-hmm. He said that this is a food challenge pub. Okay. He specifically said that that's like the theme of the restaurant. Yeah. And he, he's had, they used to have a chicken nugget eating contest recently. There was a hundred of them in like, what, 20 Ten minutes? minutes? It was, ugh. That's me, ridiculous. That's it made my stomach minute. hurt just thinking yeah. about the math of doing I kind of still want to try it, though. Uh, <laughs> I'll take whatever you, with the shavings that fly off of your mouth, I'll just shape into four of them. You know what's And then funny? I'll have a nice lunch. You and me put together don't qualify for this challenge, I don't think. No. No, oh, no. no definitely not. We don't, yeah, we, we couldn't even... We yeah, even, even if we stood I. on each other's shoulders and wore a big coat, yeah. we'd need, like, another guy. We need, like, yeah. A that, dog, even. Yeah, and so uh, let's talk about who's outraged about this for just a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, various groups and officials uh, out in the UK, uh, one of them, her name is Jane Deville Almond, and she's part of the British Obesity Society. By the way, how great oh, is it that her last man. name is Almond and she's part of the Obesity Society? <laughs> Come on. Uh, also, how <laughs> British to call it an obesity society. <laughs> this meeting of the obesity society shall come to order. They're all wearing wigs. <laughs> bang, bang. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that just writes itself. It kind of does. This British Copyright humor. Copyright me. And she said that, it, uh, quote, it's a sign of our times when people think it's okay to not take health seriously, unquote. Uh, they also offer a 220-ounce steak. How, how free big is that in Wait, footage? Two twenty divided by sixteen, because sixteen is a pound, ounces is one pound. Yeah. So, uh, so over ten, fifteen yeah. pounds. Something like that. I don't, yeah, I don't have my fifteen I, it's pounds. A, it's about fourteen uh, pounds, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. You're the Indian guy. You're good at math. We'll we'll go with that. Um, yeah, that's a lot. I that mean, is a beef eater. Yeah, because right I've heard yeah. that like in Texas, they do. I've never been to Texas. They do like a five pound steak challenge. So fourteen. I, I don't even. Yeah, the, the numbers just didn't even make that's sense. That's fucking to me. ridiculous. Hundred chicken well, yeah. nuggets. Well, yeah, I, like, I, like, how does he have the money to even offer these like ridiculous cuts of meat? Well, I, he's he, so he said that it, it's yeah. it's like a busy ass pub. It's because I've never been to this place, obviously, but it sounds to me like this is like a popular like sports bar kind of irish okay. pub kind of place and then yeah. he just does this to fuck around and i like that i think that's pretty funny um i have a problem with this lady's quote though where she said that it's you know the whole health thing look this is a voluntary thing no yeah. one is he's not like he is going to fat people's houses and dragging them to fucking his restaurant and putting them on a scale so everyone can point and laugh this is a voluntary thing like a fat pied piper yeah. <laughs> Bring me your fatties. Yeah, exactly. And there was another person, uh, Paul Williams, who's their local elected official in parliament. He said that he's firmly against anything that mocks people and promotes an unhealthy lifestyle. Can we I think acknowledge that, the- that it's dumb that parliament got involved in this? <laughs> Legislative <laughs> government had to be bothered from their courtrooms and proceedings yeah, to weigh in on chicken fucking nuggets. Yeah, of all the things happening uh, in the UK right now with Brexit, what's important? Free chicken parm. Yes. So I definitely agree with that. Could that maybe uh, keep Brexit from happening? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. If you could have out enough free chicken parms, maybe people will... Uh, you know, be yeah. happy again. But my, my thing with my whole problem with this, with the whole like, oh, you're body shaming and, you know, you're 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 health shaming and all this. Dude, this is it's voluntary. Yeah. I, individual responsibility fucking has to come into play somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this is what I think. 
that guy is doing a kind of douchey thing. He's publicly shaming fat people, going, weigh yourself and we'll give you free food. It's douchey, but it's not illegal and no one's making you eat there. Yeah. It's, and, and, it's, and unlike the last story, they're not taking food away. They're just giving you extra. So yeah. I think he's being an asshole, but also who cares? Well, who cares is, is 100% yeah. where I'm at with this because yeah, yeah, yeah. again, it's, it's voluntary. That's, that's 100% yes. where this argument, that's where I'm, I'm, you know, the fucking where I'm building my argument from. It's fucking, it's voluntary. Yeah. It's right up. It's gross, but it's voluntary. It's also kind of funny. <laughs> it's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sandy uh, Sand, how do you feel about this? I'm going to go fake outrage. Oh, you're already going right to your judgment. Oh, 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 I, I thought you were. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is, I, I didn't quite get the outrage here. It's, he's offering free food to I fat people. I literally just explained it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 still, I still don't see it really. I, I don't know. The, the only way this could be real outrage, I think, is if it's in a super poor neighborhood where people are forced to use this option. Like if they're really heavy because they eat so much junk food because it's cheap. And then they're like, free food because otherwise I'll die. I highly doubt that's the case here. Wait, I would, I would feel like that's even less outrage. Yeah, chicken. We're in a poor neighborhood where people had to eat his fat food. He's like, he, he's like, a, that's a charitable. So he's donation. a he's he's a fat shaming Robin Hood, is what you're saying? Right. <laughs> I, I would even, if that was a poor neighborhood, he's even he should be commended by the by Parliament. Yeah, yeah. He, he does a, charity on his terms, but damn, you he know, does you're it. right because that would cross the line between um, being a douchebag and then just straight up public service. Like, yeah, it does blur it a can, little. Yeah. Um, and also too, chicken parm. That's not terribly unhealthy. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. Uh, well, no, it's, it's, it's a high, it's a high protein thing. It's fried it's, and has it's cheese. It's definitely has protein. I, dude, I eat chicken parms a lot after I work out. It's, it's, a, it's a little high in fat, but it's, it's, it, there are worse things to put in your body than a chicken parm. Like a firecracker. That's yeah. worse than a chicken parm to put in you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, so we'll. We'll do the, uh, I'm going fake outrage in this one because I think this is just a complete waste of time. It's a restaurant fucking around, having fun, and letting, you know, because usually throughout life, fat people do get excluded from things. Uh, they have this an 8,000 calorie So kebab. this is their time to shine? Is yes, that that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> they have an 8,000 calorie kebab. Oh. Uh, what, what does that even look like? That's four days worth of food, theoretically. That's, yeah. Oh. I don't understand, like, how he's just having these huge cuts of meat that he's just... So cavalierly giving away. There's got to be some sauce in there for it to be 8,000 calories. What is that like the size of like a yoga mat? Like a rolled up yoga mat? That's, <laughs> I feel Man. like that's... And I feel like anyone who's taking that food challenge, like they really got to want it to go for that. Because we're like 8,000 calorie kebab. No, thank you. But someone's like, yes, publicly weigh me for that. You're like, all right, you have skin in this game. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> And your skin's gonna be stretching after you fucking eat this. Oh yeah. Uh, I think this guy is fucking funny. I do. I think this is a funny thing. Uh, I I want to give him the rare fake outrage report salute because I think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I think this whole thing is is fucking hilarious. I, I didn't even know we had this award. Yeah, we did. Okay. It's rare. It only goes out to certain. We gave oh. the last one we gave out was the guy also in England who renamed his hotel the Viagra Hotel. <laughs> Remember that guy? Because that. That's hilarious too. No, I think I think it's funny. I, I think he's not hurting anybody. Okay, all the pain that's possibly coming from this event that he's running or the promotion is voluntary, purely. Right. So I think it's and he's stuck by his gun. So I love it, Mister Fucking Harker. I I motion to salute this man. Okay, I'll I'll second your motion. Okay, there we go. That well, that's 
Yeah. This is parliamentary now. Okay. This got, this got parliamentary. Yes. All well, right. So order, order in the court. I think he is an asshole, but I also think this is a bullshit story. Okay. There yeah. we go. So no salute from me, but okay. also I'm outnumbered. So there we go. So yeah, definitely fake outrage in this one. Uh, fucking who cares what other people do to their bodies? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Mr. Fasella, anything you're currently outraged about? Sure. We talked about this a little bit a couple days ago. Because I know, yeah. I know uh, you guys don't like to do inside comedy stuff, but I'll try mm-hmm. to make it work. Um, uh-huh. The prevailing wisdom in comedy right now is if you don't do it around the clock, you don't want it bad enough. So I have been like really like overworking myself and stressing myself. Being like, I don't do it enough, and I all I need to... And I wish that someone would just go, yeah, that's not a viable way to live your life because you put it really well once you're like to talk about life you have to live your life yeah and so i brought this up to you and you go you're outraged at yourself <laughs> i was like kind of yeah well you right now it <laughs> sounds like you're a guy who's outraged at yourself because you're having a problem with work-life balance yes exactly and there there is definitely uh, an element in in i think it's not just comedy i think oh, it's totally. any creative field be it you're a singer or you're in a band or you're a dancer or writer where if you're not just fucking eating sleeping and doing that then you're somehow slacking yeah and it's a i feel like it's in a lot of ways it's it's good because we all should have a super strong drive but in a lot of ways it's a dick measuring contest like i did seven spots today well i did nine well there were only two minutes mine were all five like what's the quality of what you're doing well, like, I'm, I'm not going to question, you know, other people's spots they get up and drive or anything. Yeah. But I, I, but I mean, being think, an asshole about like throwing your weight around with it. Some people have done. Well, you know, they don't do it for you. They do it for themselves. I think I feel okay. it's one of those things where they're just trying to convince themselves that they're making some kind of progress. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to speak to anybody else's work ethic or criticize anybody else. But I always find that when I'm just either when I'm either at work, at the gym, sleeping, eating, doing comedy, and that's all, and I don't, I don't mix anything else in that's yeah, enjoyable, nothing to talk I about. end up going very meta with it. And, okay, and that, it's that, just to eat itself. It's well, you, I mean, you've seen this, and, and again, we don't like to do that much inside comedy yeah. stuff on here, but there are people in New York City, open mics, who comedy literally, about comedy. they do comedy about doing open mic comedy, and yeah. that's wonderful, and I'm sure it does well at whatever room that's in, but mm-hmm. that's not applicable to anybody else in yeah. the entire You're not really getting city. anything useful. Yeah, and that's what I feel like the trap that sometimes people fall into. Yeah. Um, so th- I feel like so you you are saying that you're mad at yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> outraged at yourself because you're trying to figure out what else to do with your time to where you wouldn't feel guilty not um, yes. um, being on stage. I'm trying to figure out how to make sure that I'm being productive without guilting myself to do it. So then I'm not actually getting anything done. I'm just feeling productive because like like you're, what you're saying is you have to do other stuff. So I I didn't realize it until I was. Uh, off stage, but this was the wake up call. Like I got to do other shit. I did a ten minute set where every joke was about my dick. Every one of them. I was like, well, I mean, huh, that's, that's, that's just... weird. And I had a point to make with each of them, but it was, was like, oh, really? I really do nothing but comedy. Well, you and have a degree in philosophy, so I do. these were very deeply philosophical dick jokes. I mean, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. They were. They were very intellectual dick jokes. So we've had dick jokes, airplane food, and fat jokes on today's episode. This is uh... welcome to the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Sandy Pesan, how do you feel about this? Because you're a guy who you you seem to have a pretty good balance. Because you actually go on dates and all this stuff, and you travel a good amount and all this. Like, what what's your take on this? Well, I think this is I think this is uh, one of the hardest things about about doing comedy. Is, yeah, uh, anything anything artistic, yeah, yeah, yeah. not I just comedy, people, any business, any. Yeah. I think the people that do make it in comedy do it like they. It's like a job. It's like they do it 40, 50 hours a week. When you put in all the time that they write and 
yeah. and hang out and network and all that mm-hmm. shit. And yeah, there just isn't enough time if you're like, if you work too, you know. Okay. It's it's, it's I think it's one of the hardest things. I'm not sure how to. Yeah. All right. I so it's a great answer. So we encourage everyone to find a good. Uh, you have to work find life. like what works for your. Pro- I mean, I think. Yeah, it is. Individual. You have to find what works for your process as far as getting the most laughs from whatever you're saying. Yeah, like I find that I I get a lot of material out of just whatever I'm interested in at the moment. If I'm mm-hmm. reading some book, jokes will just sort of come out of me experiencing. Oh, it. I mean, it's yeah. Your 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 feelers are always out there, yeah. no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. There's always like. You know, isn't that a little weird in your yeah, head? Yeah. It always, yeah. And I feel like observation doesn't get the enough credit lately for being work in itself. Yeah, well, right? and and I mean, we could go on for I could go on for hours about the state of comedy in New York, but that, yeah, would, yeah. that would be very counterproductive. <laughs> uh, yep. I think that's a pretty good but place so. to uh, cut this off. Unless you have anything else you're mad about in the, in the universe. Uh, I got fucked out of Hamilton tickets, but I'm over it. Oh, um, <laughs> that you, sucks. If Those you're are hard friends, to come by. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you know I know every word of it and will use every word of it with any given situation. Uh, but yeah, a friend of a friend was supposed to get him, and then he just ghosted us and gave them away to his sister, and I was like, shit. You know, getting Broadway tickets is really hard, especially in New York, because there's so many fucking yeah. tourists, especially in the summertime like it is now. And they're so expensive. The, you know, the thing I find that people end up doing, and, and I do this for, for concerts, not not Broadway specifically, but mm-hmm. if once the um, it's been in production for a couple of years, they then do the road version of it, where yeah. they send it with slightly worse actors, but mm-hmm. on the road. Dude, you can fly to another city and go see huh. the same exact production and it's still cheaper, even with your hotel and flight included. Okay. So if you're gonna hmm. spend eight fifty on a fucking Broadway ticket, you could oh. spend a hundred, two hundred in your flight, get a three or four star hotel, and go see the show for seventy bucks or yeah. two hundred bucks, whatever I it is. I saw Oh Hello on Broadway because the guy I was with is rich and bought the tickets for me. <laughs> so you know the show? It's John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. No, but two crazy old men. It's on Netflix right now. It was really funny. Cool. But that's because I didn't pay. Yeah, I recommend that to everyone though. No matter what show you want to see in New York, you can fly elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I have a friend, friend from work who wanted to go see Beyonce, and he flew to like Kansas City, I think, okay. because he could have gotten like badass tickets yeah. and stayed in a cool hotel for basically the same price as like a mid-level ticket here in New York. Go that's to a see really the, good. Yeah, it's a really good strategy. Go see. Like, I always like, do that. Production yeah. of Book of Mormon in India. Take that airline. <laughs> right. You won't that's get what... any beef in the back, but you'll save <laughs> yeah. some money. There we go. So, uh. I think we'll we'll cut it off right there. Right. Uh, thank you all for listening. Email us anytime you'd like at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Hit us up at Fake Outrage Rept on Twitter. Give us those good reviews and all those uh, sites you should have been doing. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts today? Uh, beefy, just keep it real. <laughs> That's what I'm getting tattooed on my back.